0: Welcome back to the show that was actually a damn fine final stop on the road to Wrestlemania. It's Pro Grapplers. Introducing first. I am so tired of the disrespect around here that I'm going to go out there and get whooped like a government mule. I am a mason Jason Sigler, my opponent. He is probably just going to retire after this past week. He is Steve the Shin Kicker Shinny. Wait, wait, who's who's retiring? Nobody. Okay. Dean, Am- Dean Ambrose might feel like it. Nah, well, that's... <laughs>
1: it's
0: all the work, Jason. It's all the work. He's, We've been he's, over this. He's been through an emotional ringer. He's, you know, last reunion with the shield, said farewell on Monday, then got possibly shoot murdered by Drew McIntyre. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you'll find it was the railing that did the damage. I would like to go back and watch previous shows and see if that railing was there or if that is Chekhov's railing. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like some guy screwed that in just for that match. It's a little tiny railing that would fit perfectly a small, a, a man of medium size like Dean Ambrose. So if...
1: uh, this is proof of long-term storytelling. They've been, ha- that thing has been there for months for no reason. And they finally, it's finally got the payoff. I'm very impressed with the long-term booking here.
0: I would love to see Dean Ambrose trying on different railings throughout the day. Just like, <laughs> put this one on Nope, that's too tight. Okay, that's not going to work. Oh. <laughs> and that one... Oh, nope, too big. That's just... I'm just going to flop around in that. That's not going to look good. Uh, well, before we get to Raw SmackDown, we'll kind of naturally get there, but we want to run down fast lane. Um... I know I, I don't have my score right in front of me, and I'm not even sure if you ran your scorecard down. My scores were should have been amazing, because I, I picked every single match winner, which was not tough with this card, but uh, I picked every winner. But literally every other little thing after that, I got completely wrong. So I still had like 80 points out of 190-some, so it was still very bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, we'll assume I beat you by three. Uh, sure. It's it's not going to matter this episode. But yeah, I... I, I I almost feel like adapting or maybe leaving those scores out or making that score like a plus one so it's not worth near as much because I feel like picking the match winners is much bigger than like oh I think the match will have seven aerial moves haha <laughs> <laughs> it was nine you suck you get no points it's like <laughs> it's not that fun I, that's basically what it is if you get a plus one or minus then you if you had eight you would have gotten it nine nope too much uh, it is what it is it's fun um, and I thought Fastlane was by and large fun I, I had some fun with the show. I think I'm gonna uh, we are going to go through the shows uh, this week saying kind of what surprised us. Like what, what did we not expect from the different things that we saw this week. And uh, my first would have to be in the uh, Miz and Mac versus Uso match. I didn't expect to see a Mexican standoff on the top rope. That was the
1: coolest thing they've ever done for Coast to Coast. I, I no longer hate the Coast to Coast for that
0: exact moment in time. I it, if you go back and watch it, Shane. I mean, Shane is not the the ideal person to do this. I don't think because he kind of Shane is not the
1: ideal person to do anything in a wrestling ring.
0: Let's just get that out of the way. Very very true. Um, even though he is the best in the world and now deserves to beat up anybody he wants at WrestleMania because he's a McMahon, which is a uh, kind of choice. But, uh, yeah, for that for that jump, he kind of just jumps in front of Jimmy Uso and just like, okay, well, I'm I'm gonna do my part. You just you hit me and that'll look this will look good. So. It was fun it was it was a it was a nice moment in an otherwise kind of throwaway match but then we finally finally got the moment we've been waiting for after the match. Shane just decides he hates the Miz or has hated him for months and outside of the tiny baby rabbit punches uh, yeah, leaves him laying. And and chokes his well not chokes his dad out but kind of grabs him by the face.
1: He smushes. He does the face mush.
0: <laughs> yeah. Not the happy face mush. The angry face mush. There are two very, face mushes. Very angry. Uh, and then on SmackDown, had the gall to call him uh, his his baked potato face. I'm Like, <laughs> come on, Shane, of all people, you're already red <laughs> and you just walked out to the ring. You didn't even do your little dancey thing. You just walked out and you're already sweating. Of all people to call somebody a potato, you should not be the one.
1: Oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay, I, I agree. Shane McMahon is basically a walking radish, but just because someone sweats does not make them like unto a potato. Potatoes don't sweat, Jason.
0: They're tubers. <laughs> and that's been another thing I didn't expect this week to learn about tubers from, from my co host on the wrestling podcast. Sure. You can't just throw potatoes
1: around in front of an Idaho kid. That's okay. uh, yeah, that's true. You, you're going to bring up potatoes. You're
0: going to get potato facts. Real recognize real. Sorry. I, I apologize.
1: <laughs> you bring up
0: sunflowers and I'll smack you down. And I'll bring up potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, yeah. do you know a lot about sunflowers? I mean, it's my the Kansas state flower, so yeah. Ish. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, I know some things. I, you probably know about I guess more I do potatoes. know a little bit about the Hagerman horse, so once. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on, please. Um, I did not expect them to do a really stupid finish. Not once, but twice, when in a match against Oscar. Like this pissed me off so much. Okay, good because it was stupid. It was it was badly set up. It didn't really look great. It wasn't executed well, and it's also just stupid. Like, made uh uh Sonya Deville goes looking for a kendo stick. She looks on the wrong side in the first place. Which I, yeah, I was don't that know. A,
1: was that a legit botch or Was that just. I don't know what
0: that was. Most, most people I've heard have said yes, they, they believe so. But she, I mean, she adjusted. She went back to the other side. I mean, it also could
1: have been there just like, it could have been foreshadowing.
0: <laughs> I don't know. But so she lifts the, lifts the ring apron up, leaves it there. Mandy Rose, quote unquote, slips on it. And that causes her to lose the match. And then Sonya Deville does the exact same thing, basically. Uh, but that was a
1: setup. A- like, that makes sense. The fact that it was used twice... Actually, in this case, makes sense because Mandy Rose was looking for vengeance.
0: Yeah, but just the fact that they're doing all this with Oscar, like I, yes, I think that, is that the they're problem. they're screwing around with one of their best. I I haven't actually uh listened to this segment yet, but Jr. had like an entire bit on—I uh, should say—bit. It wasn't funny, uh but moment on his podcast where he talked about Oscar and how they are misusing her. And oh, absolutely. It's uh, the only good thing that came out of it is the picture that I have in our notes of Oscar kicking the hell out of Mandy Rose's face. That was
1: awesome. And I, I, I don't know if that was, I, I don't, I'm not going to guess how that got worked out or if that's just someone working out someone's frustrations, but um, they're shooting themselves with foot here. Cause you know, Ronda Rousey's leaving to make babies. People are going to be sick of Becky Lynch versus Charlotte and want to take a break. We need someone else to fight Becky Lynch and they need to look tough they need to look on her level and oscar is absolutely on her level but she sure as heck ain't being presented as such right now
0: no and uh yeah i don't know if that was a stiff kick to say like hey you know get in gear or just a hey i'm, I'm i work stiff sometimes so you're gonna have to take mm-hmm. this kick to make it look good like and uh, it did look good it looked oh, really yeah. good Oh, they slowed it down many times to show her face get rearranged there for a second before she just kind of crumples. So, it, it's...
1: If this had happened a few years ago with the old WWE, she would have kicked her in the boobs and we would have gotten that
0: in slow motion. Yes, many times with King screaming puppies the entire time. And Corey Graves just zooming in and out on his eyeballs the entire time. <laughs> um, I didn't expect to see I I expected more screwing around on Kofi Kingston because of course there would be I didn't expect the way they did it though that was kind of unexpected to have it, Kofi it, Kingston show up at Vince's office banging—I love—he's banging on the door like the entire beginning of the night, and Vince never answers. I don't think it's because Vince was ignoring him. I think Vince just is old; and he didn't hear it. <laughs> I could totally see that. <laughs>
1: well, and Kofi Kingston's kind of of the new day. He is the most reserved, and so I could see his knocks being a little less robust. So it all—it all fits together. It fits the character, and then you know we got to see the bar actually beat up a person which was nice
0: yeah so yeah go out there the triple threat match is next and you're in it and whatever and he doesn't actually technically say you're in it but uh yeah and so he goes out
1: there the the championship match is a triple threat and your triple and you're being added and your match is next yeah
0: and then he goes out and nope sorry it's a handicap match against the bar enjoy and uh, more on that later because the bar will be uh, possibly owning Kofi Kingston even more this next week. But, um, yeah, I just – it especially set up what who actually entered the triple threat match to be booed out of the building and just uh, – well, we'll go ahead and talk about that now. Yeah. So uh, uh, Real quick, I
1: did think this was super effective. I actually watched up to this point with my son. We were watching it as it came through, and it was amazing how much it affected him, like – them screwing on Kofi Kingston. Yeah, them screwing on Kofi Kingston, and just like the beatdown they gave him. He's like, "I don't like this, Dad. This isn't. This isn't good. I'm like, no, you're right. This isn't good. You shouldn't beat up a person like this. <laughs> good job, son, for recognizing that. And good job, WWE, for getting that emotional reaction from a child.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it it does. It really. It it ticks you off on the visceral level of seeing that just a human being treated like this, but also mm-hmm. to have. A, Again, all the guys that are going to be facing him in a gauntlet match on SmackDown now—all white guys. A white guy screwing around, telling all the other white guys in the roster to beat a white Samoan. guy. a Samoan. True. Yeah, I guess Joey's in there. Okay. <laughs>
1: um, but no, you're like, so there, there is. I, I like that they're not leaning heavily on it, but they're referring to it. I think that's enough to get that that part of the story across. Um, I, th- I think because that race is such a. A tricky issue in wrestling especially uh when two different characters are going to kick the crap out of each other but I, I think they're 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 towing the line well uh they're basing it a lot of on history and other stuff as well so i
0: yeah i think basically the way they lucked into this i think vince is now playing on many different aspects of it um overall not to get too political but i think he screw he skews more trump than he does anything else, liberal or whatever you want to say. Um, So I think he's, he's playing with the history, which is good. That's that he should be, they should be, but he's also, I think playing with some of the, you know, stone cold. We want to see stone cold beat Mr. McMahon up because Mm -hmm. we all want to beat Mm -hmm. up our boss in some, like some way. Uh, We want to see our boss, you know, get what's coming to him. So there there was that reaction in all of us that really got us on the side of stone cold. And I think it's the same way with Kofi Kingston that a lot of people now he can get that liberal audience what they want in seeing the black man get what he deserves um, versus his white boss. Like there, I think there is a little aspect of that in there that he's playing with and he's, he's exploiting to a point, but I mean, it's also being used to get a visceral reaction. Not again, your, your son is not, that's not the reaction he had, but I think there are people that have that reaction. And so when he, yeah, there's also
1: just a size difference between them with the exception of, Uh, Daniel Bryan. Kofi Kingston is one of the smallest people out there right now. And especially against the people he was fighting. Like, the bar are big dudes. And they just dominated him. Like, it it would... You didn't notice that as much when they were fighting as a team because Big E is also a big dude and it kind of brings everything. But when you've got two massive dudes just clubbing the crap out of somebody, it's visceral. I I like that word that you've used. It, It really draws you in.
0: Yeah. So uh, uh, again, we may, I think we'll mention in the next segment, maybe a little more about what's coming this next week for him and uh, what might come of that. But uh, I did want to mention the Brian Owens match that then became a, it did become a triple threat. Um, And two things that I did not expect from that. I did not expect Mustafa Ali to get that spot. Mm -hmm. And I did not expect Mustafa Ali to turn that entire crowd in his favor after like five or 10 minutes like I thought I they were going to so boo him out of the that. building.
1: He and Kevin Owens were amazing at that. Like they sh- could have that could have gotten so south so hard on both of them. But that was just such a great match and it, it it helped that they were working with Daniel Bryan who has so much heat right now that anyone who punches him in the face is going to get a little bit of uh, a little bit of a pass. So
0: yeah. But yeah, no it was super good.
1: I mean yeah, that moment 450 when 450 on the side of the apron. Who does that?
0: That that was insane. And also when a, a, a simple move that you know for any other guy would be like, oh, I'll just you know fall to the outside. Uh, when Daniel Bryan d- drop kicks him when he's almost on the top uh, rope and he yes. goes flying and he hits the wall. Like that's that's dedication. That that is that is a, a I fling myself and this could this could do it very badly. Like I could injure myself again and I may be out for months. But it's gonna look damn good if I pull this off and. He did, yeah. They that's another one they replayed over and over. So, um, yeah, as Mustafa Ali c- continues to amaze. Uh, the match itself was very good, and of course, Brian retains because, you know, this this fire under this heel is not gonna be put out until at least Kofi Mania. Yeah, yeah. Um, the tag matches I thought were pretty good. They they definitely were better than I thought they'd be overall the men's and the women's and um yeah, I I don't have a whole lot to say about them. There wasn't a whole lot unexpected because I mean yeah. everybody involved I knew, you know, is going to deliver uh eh. I, I need Bobby Roode and Gable to split up. Like, there's nothing there. I need uh, Chad Gable can be the heel. That's fine. I don't care about Bobby Roode turning heel anymore. Just turn one of them or something and split them up. Give them a quick little feud going into the Andre for WrestleMania because they're going nowhere. They don't need that tag team in the division. And Chad Gable is just so underused at, in his current role. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. um, the revival retains. So top guys out which is awesome and also and speaking of top guys out i do have to mention that another thing i did not expect is the i don't know if you heard about the watch along party that they did
1: oh yeah i i I haven't seen anything of it because they pulled it off too quick because nigel nigel mcginnis dropped the f-bomb but oh really that's that's what i've heard was the
0: reason it got pulled off because he was
1: there was a sign under the tv that said no swearing and nigel mcginnis swore so huh
0: I didn't hear that. So um, I had it playing most of the show just because I want to see who would come and go. They had a so they set up Pat McAfee, who is a former kicker for I forget which team uh, in the NFL, and he's now with WWE like he's an announcer kind of backstage guy, whatever. And so he was he was hosting quote unquote a, a watch party with the show, and they had a big screen set up, and they had people stop by, and uh, so at one point after the revival wins their match, they show up and they're just back there, like, at catering, just getting a drink and maybe a little bit bite to eat and watching the show. And they, uh, for whatever reason, I can't remember if somebody egged them onto it or whatever, they do the dirty dancing, like, jump into my arms and I'll hold you up moment. (laughs) Together. And uh, so uh, Dawson is holding Wilder, and he actually brings him down for the kiss, even. They give him a little (laughs) smooch. And the internet has eaten it up because they're just like oh not only are they are they top guys but they're they're not afraid to the show their brotherly love or whatever so uh they they've kind of been calling back to that throughout the week too so it's a uh, if you if you miss that moment there's there's gifts of it out there it's it it, it was a it, it was a bizarre moment uh, that that whole watch party thing it's a i'd like to see them do it again because i think it's it's fun for the mm. people that don't have anything to do on the show christian shows up at one point and just starts eating a sandwich he's not even on the <laughs> show he's just on the side he just makes himself a sandwich and then starts eating it um yeah Now listen to his podcast later on he's just like i mean i was gonna do the show but i want a sandwich first <laughs> they'd have to <laughs> film me <laughs> um sorry back to the bane show back to the pro- show proper um so at some point the Andrade Mysterio match got turned from got booted off the kickoff, and instead we made that another four way for the U.S. title on the main card, which is that's wonderful. Hats off. That's yeah, that was a great decision. idea. That you've seen these guys what they did on SmackDown already, just do that again. And uh, Rey Mysterio just puts a Hurricane ron on everything. I was surprised he didn't mm-hmm. try and Hurricane ron the ref at some point. <laughs> it's like a bird. You got to put it on everything. Oh. So uh, and Joe, Joe retains, which is you know again what what needed to happen. I didn't want to see it change anytime soon, and uh, it, uh, just the way he locked, finally locked. Uh, I think it was Ray into yep. the into the coquina and just uh, he, he yanked Choked him into it too. Yeah, he just mm-hmm. he just yanked it by his tights. It was like no, get over here. This is over now. Um, yeah, just another another great match and a good decision and. I I think my least favorite thing on the card, and it's I feel like they're still trying to play with expectations, is uh, Lynch versus Charlotte, where it was it was decent while it lasted, and Becky starting to look like she can you know stand without the crutch. I know she did finally on SmackDown, and even remarked how good it is to finally walk on her own two feet. Um, mm-hmm. But just having Rhonda come down and get the disqualification and like smirking, just like whatever. Now it's a three way. I don't care. Hmm. So, I mean, it, it in k It makes
1: too much sense.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, it's smart for her because, yeah, you want the injured person in your match because you're probably going to be able to beat them easier than you are mm-hmm. this incredibly healthy Amazon woman.
1: Well, and she's also said over and over that she wants Becky Lynch. Like, she's not afraid of Becky Lynch. She wants to prove that she can... Because everyone's saying she can't beat Becky Lynch. She wants to prove that she can. Like, that works for her character, and I'm all for it.
0: Yeah, and... uh another thing i did not expect well i i didn't expect an rko but i mean that's the point of the rko it's (laughs) out of nowhere no
1: one expects the rko
0: jason but but if you i I don't know if you've you've seen the notes or the the screen grabs elias staring off at lacey evans after she did her strut like what the hell just happened and the next screen grab is literally him doing the the exact same pose he hasn't moved or anything but randy Orton is already there (laughs) he came so fast it's uh it's it's a thing of beauty. The RKO is, and uh, hits is that, and move? then Styles hits the phenomenal forearm. So we're you know, clearly moving forward with that. And again, we'll have more in the next segment on on what they did on SmackDown because talk about unexpected moments. Oh my god! Um, I won't say anything unexpected about the Shield match because it's exactly what I expected. Like they they hit their highlights. They did all their favorite moves. Rollins came off the to- <laughs> out of the uh, crowd out of the balcony onto a pile of dudes and Roman hit his spear. They'd hit all their finishers. They did the Cerberus power bomb. It's, it was exactly what you wanted it to be and what it should be. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know you're not as into the shield as I am. So no, I'm not,
1: but it was, you know, when you, when you go hear that top 40s cover band, you want to hear all the greatest hits and that's what the shield is. Yep.
0: Uh, almost. Yeah. Verbatim. That's perfect. So, um, yeah, that that wraps up Fastlane. Like I said, it as it, I think, I, I honestly can't remember like previous Fastlanes, but it definitely was a very solid show, and uh, I did not expect that going in. So, yeah, very happy with that, and I, I think it sets us up for it set us up for a good week of wrestling after that, and we'll talk about that after the break. And we're back to talk about the week that was in WWE, uh, outside of Fastlane. This is the Fastlane fallout, I guess. Lots happened. Uh, well, again, talk about the unexpected, the unknowns going into the week. And I certainly did not expect Sheldon Benjamin to show up on Raw. <laughs> I did not expect them to... <laughs> Are you laughing because you
1: did? Yeah, dude, I totally called it. I mean, come on. No, anyone who said they called Sheldon Benjamin coming out to be the Brock Lesnar stand-in is lying.
0: But also, so I, I thought it was out of nowhere, but then it turns out that the, the reason they did that is because it actually plays off their history. Mm-hmm. Like it's smart. And they went to you know school together. They trained together. They, uh, they came up, up together. Like they came into WWE at the same time. Like I, I didn't know they had this history. I, I totally forgotten about it. I don't know what, but yeah, that's, that's really, really smart. And also, you know, we get to see a Seth Rollins, Shelton Benjamin match, which wasn't, terrible no fun it wasn't great i don't think but i don't think it was supposed to be great either because you don't want to leave this match thinking i just want to see seth rollins fight him i don't want to see him fight brock lesnar uh yeah I, that that starting off raw with something unexpected after the shield uh goodbye was good and then they they followed that up with another moment
1: that uh, it didn't make complete sense for the shield to tell him like we're going to give you this moment to talk i mean you can let somebody talk without leaving the ring In a world where people get ambushed all the time. Like, the whole point of having friends in wrestling is to not just get beat up randomly. Like, they're there to prevent random Sheldon Benjamin German suplexes, and they failed.
0: They're Uh, bad friends. But I also think it was good that, like, this is our goodbye, and this is also where we're parting ways. Like, Roman's going on to do whatever. Seth is going on to fight Brock Lesnar, so we're leaving him to himself, and Dean's going to go hide in his curtain cave or whatever it was <laughs> it's I, I i liked it more than oh we're going to get ambushed so we clearly have to have another three-way match like let's actually end this and move on so i, I thought it was a nice change of pace um i didn't expect bobby lashley to become a champion on this episode of raw yeah what the heck i i do like that he's back with leo rush and mm-hmm. um Leo, Leo's distracting people by ringing a bell like a crazy man. <laughs> and then uh, helping get the win for his uh, uh, friend, boss, whatever. Uh, his bigger version of himself. Like I think Leo Rush looks at Bobby Lashley and is like,
1: someday. And then he just eats a whole bunch of protein powder like a cereal.
0: And chokes on it. It's like eating chalk. Basically, protein, um,
1: protein.
0: I think I think Lashley makes a good heel uh, but I think he's also stronger with Rush. Agreed. Like I think he he adds something to him, he can speak for him. So I I, I think it was a good call. I don't like Balor uh, losing, but I also think maybe this brings us to Demon at WrestleMania the one we wanted.
1: Yeah, maybe. I don't know if uh,
0: I don't know if Lashley is Demon worthy though. I mean, I like him and all
1: and I'm kind of bummed right now because this makes literally every title is in a heel's hand right now.
0: Uh, Every male title. Yeah. Yeah. But, again, if you go by what I said last week, that's that's what we get at WrestleMania is all of our good guys coming out on top. It, so. it makes it just a little too samey. It does. But it's also, I mean, it's WrestleMania is not for us smarks it's for everyone like that is that is the one that's supposed to be for to bring everyone in and watch this awesome thing we do and then after that well you can go ahead and leave we'll start doing other things that you know that the real fans like yeah, maybe so it's it it is what it is um i also thought that uh sweet spear out of the sky was awesome yeah that was pretty cool like the way the way lashley beat him that that was a very good looking spear um I, I, just real quickly, I do want to mention I absolutely expected Ronda Rousey to cut a promo. I didn't believe and got exactly what I hoped <laughs> and thought I would get. Um, this may be your church, but there's no sanctuary for you here. That's uh, they're just everything she says is so scripted, and she rushes through it. Again, I I get it if she has a speech impediment and she doesn't want that to her trip her up, but. It's everything. I I was expecting She's like a like... suffer and in there somewhere. I'm like, <laughs> oh, this is the most written promo I've possibly heard in quite some time, and uh, to get interrupted by Dana Brooke of all people is uh, I guess at least they remembered they had Dana Brooke. So maybe that's that's positive. Yeah,
1: yeah, I have no problem with that. And you know, she makes good points, and it was fine. I, I, it, it, it was a very scripted promo, but I'm okay with like at least it was.
0: Decent writing. I thought it was okay. So, it, it was decent writing. Is it, it's just a very clearly writing instead of oh she said, she's supposed to be you know I'm I'm leaving all the cafe behind now and screw all your fake stuff and then she cuts that promo. And I'm just like what well, okay but you're you're saying the very fake thing that one of the men backstage wrote for you like do your own thing go go off the cuff and just start screaming at her and crazy I, I I love the way Becky Lynch calls her a little weirdo. Like it's just such a nice little touch that has to piss her off so much. <laughs> oh, Ronnie, you little weirdo. Just sounds like a little you little scamp. Yeah, it was Tossed very dismissive. it was perfect. It was
1: very dismissive and fun. I liked it.
0: Yeah. Um, if I had to come up with one more thing that I didn't expect from Raw, there there are probably still several. Um I didn't expect Batista to wear the outfit he wore. Uh he's very sparkly. And I didn't expect him to spit as much as he did when he cut his promo. Man man expectorates like nobody's business. And uh, I didn't expect Triple H to uh, break kayfabe, I suppose, and call out the security that he has as a bunch of independent wrestlers. <laughs> the Guardians of the
1: Independence scene is very, very good. Yeah, that was a great line, especially when you're talking to one of the Guardians of the Galaxy. So it worked on both levels. Yes. yes. So...
0: Uh yeah, an- another pretty good show. Uh, rolls us right towards WrestleMania. I still think we're gonna get a really bad raw somewhere in between now and then. Oh, yeah. but that's that's just par for the course. Um, SmackDown. I didn't expect Shane to basically choke out or try to choke out the announcer for not uh, hitting his intro hard enough. Well, that's what he does now. I don't, now. He I don't just think scra- seen... he pushes people's face aggressively. And he f- aggressively smushed his face. Oh, I mean, he—he didn't smush his face. He grabbed him by the collar, and he—I I don't think I've seen announcer Greg get uh, manhandled yet. So it was—it was unexpected for that reason, even. But just also, you know, bringing out the trophy to call back to the greatest, uh, uh the greatest graceful rumble. No, what the crown jewel, I think. Yeah, that was crown jewel. Uh, yeah, and uh, then you know, going full on heel with everything. I just, I, it was. What they want, what I wanted them to do, I just didn't necessarily expect it. I didn't know what they were gonna say, and also Miz, I, I just, Shane just saying, you know, I had so much fun beating up the Miz. I'm gonna do it again at WrestleMania because that's fun. <laughs> that's that, that's how you have real fun. And so um, I kind of hope he
1: get he loses at WrestleMania. The, the Miz gets his thing, and, he, and, and Shane just his new character is like, I like beating people up, but I'm not as good as it is I should be. So I'm just gonna make them let me beat them up, or they're fired.
0: I'd, sure i'd be fine with that it's a I, I, I just don't know where they're gonna go with shane after wrestlemania if they're gonna just keep doing like heel general manager stuff or if this is like his final hurrah and he's going out on on top or whatever going out as a heel uh-huh, there's no I way just, this
1: is final hurrah he's a mcmahon and he's not dead
0: yeah i just I, I feel like he wants to get back to like his business or something and so eventually he's gonna find a way out and just be like up oh, peace he has a he did. I, I think that's why he came back, is because it finally went under. It was like a Chinese streaming business of some sort. Okay, I, I have to Google some stuff now. <laughs> nah, don't do it during the show. It's going to be too fascinating. But
1: yeah, that's, <laughs> Yes, because nothing's more fascinating than Shane McMahon business ventures.
0: Research is what I meant. Research is fun. Um, I uh, This is probably the most unexpected thing of the week. I did not expect to... Really enjoy and get excited about a feud and promo between Randy Orton and AJ Styles. Yeah, that is absolutely not something I expected to have this week. And yet, here we are. So you
1: could tell this is something they have wanted to have happen several times. Like with the the John Cena and Roman Reigns stuff. And there was another where it was a big promo off and it just didn't work as
0: well. Whereas I thought this worked great. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, AJ Styles calling the RKO a knockoff diamond cutter, and <laughs> the crowd, oh, and for that, and Randy Orton saying it's not his house. It, I, 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 if anybody built this house, it's me. I'm the landlord. Rent's due, you son of a bitch? <laughs> like, just so many good lines, and again, playing off their histories. Like they they're they're doing a good job of that right now, and I think they should be applauded for. I know it's not, it's kind of the base minimum, but they're looking back at what they've done before and using that to propel other things. Well, it's the exact reason why these two should fight. Like everything about it makes sense.
1: It's, you know, I don't have to suspend any disbelief that there is some friction between those two for these exact reasons. You've got Born in the Tights WWE guy and Indie Darling 101. I mean, it makes perfect sense. So, good. Use stuff that makes sense. People like it when wrestling makes sense.
0: Yeah, that's. I honestly, that's why I think they they say all oh, the Smarks love NXT because you know it's, it's 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 I don't even know how to say it. They they it's say annoyed. NXT is liked for. Yeah, it's good, mm-hmm. but it's it's what you said. It's it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like these character motivations make sense. This story plays out over like nine months, and it makes sense. And when you just throw in, throw guys together at random on a show and expect everybody to go nuts about it, it's like yeah, the wrestling's awesome, but why is this happening? Like that that matters. And uh, getting to why things matter and why things happen, uh, we get to Kofi Kingston at the is the the end of SmackDown, basically, you know, trying to get his opportunity out there, actually in the ring with Vince McMahon and the rest of the New Day. I uh, I love the New Day. You know goofy guys that they are Really backing him up And saying like no, we're not going to take his spot We don't want his spot We're here to to advocate for this man Like he he needs to be noticed He needs to be noticed now We're going to say this to your face Like again there's there's Some real history you can play with in there You know that they, they uh, Came to Vince after doing the whole Gospel heel gimmick And said like it, just let us do our own thing Trust us I think people will like it and look where they are now. So saying, you know, like to Vince McMahon, you don't know what's best trust in this case. You don't. So, you know, it, it it's his, he deserves this or whatever. And Vince saying, you don't deserve this. I don't deserve anything. Nobody deserves anything. Um, I also like the little dig out of his own ego, like saying it's bigger than your ego. Even he's like, to be fair, nothing's bigger than my ego. (laughs) It was a little too jokey for the moment, but I also, I, I I still appreciated him recognizing that at least. So, uh, yeah. So he sets up the gauntlet match, another gauntlet match this time. If Kofi wins, he's in, he, he, I think gets to fight at WrestleMania, but it's, uh, him versus the bar Samoa, Joe Randy Orton, and uh, who's the fifth man? Gotta be a heel. Can't remember who it was. Uh, it's, I, I mean, it's an impossible task, obviously, before him, but also now, outside of the last gauntlet match where the idea was whoever wins gets the last spot in the Elimination Chamber, this one is... Uh, They're just trying to stop Kofi Kingston. And I don't think they have enough motivation behind that. Yeah, it is kind of heel motivation is often
1: kind of weird, especially when they make them all team up for the general good of absolutely no one. None of them, with the exception of Rowan, benefit at all from Kofi not being in that match, so I don't know why anyone would care. I could totally see them playing with something where uh, Samoa Joe gets beat at some point and throws a fit and just absolutely destroys Randy Orton on his way back or something while they pass, and he's just like, Like I love Samoa Joe, but every once in a while he's just like way too much like a petulant child and just destroys something because he's pissed off, and that something just happens to be whatever human being he can get a hold of. So if that's Randy Orton, he's just gonna like destroy his larynx or something. I don't know. So they they could play around
0: with that a little bit, but well, they I absolutely I agree that that is actually a good motivation for him. Um, Also, the all the other guys in some way or another have feuds going. Like, Randy Orton can be taken out by AJ Styles, it most likely will, and that mm-hmm. will, you know, possibly feed into their feud for WrestleMania, which they have announced that match now. That is actually officially happening. Um, the bar have pissed off plenty of people, they can get taken out. Really? Um, Just the New Day, who else is really, there's no other face tag teams right now. Well, I, no, there's the Hardys. The Hardys are back and That's possibly, true. But possibly the, winning the titles at WrestleMania, so yeah. I I, could, okay, I guess they could. But could get involved them. Sanity. I think are going to be taken out by
1: Sanity. That would be that That'd would be bizarre. Be, but why well, not? I mean, it's, that that could be a kickoff to a story where Sanity does a thing, and that would be yeah. amazing. But I doubt that. I I will. Kofi Kingston will just fall out of the next Royal Rumble before Sanity does a thing.
0: Um, quick shout out to a podcast I was listening to earlier this week Where there was a guy that formerly wrote for WWE Like last year Who's now out of the company Um, Amicably he's fine with it But he was like One of my things that I hate the most That I le- I didn't get to do Was I didn't get to write anything fun for Sanity He's like I got to do like their debut And then nothing after that Because they just couldn't find a spot for him. He's like they're just waiting for like that moment To let's say like okay Now now you guys are getting, getting a run But right now they're just They're literally just waiting And he says sucks, but it's also you know the guys on the roster understand that. Okay, well you're just not getting used tonight, so thanks for coming, and hopefully next week we'll have something for you. So yeah, sanity's waiting. Maybe they'll show up, but that that that's my point being like there's no real reason for the heels to beat Kofi Kingston other than their boss tells them to, and and, and maybe there'll be you know random comeuppance if they don't, but also that they have somebody else gunning for them in mm-hmm. a different way. So that that. Kofi will come out on top like if, if they have him lose here and they continue screwing around with this the next week I think they've done too much yeah I, we, I know they're eventually going to get mass. there yeah they're eventually gonna get there but they have to get there like you have to you have to give us some build for at least maybe a couple weeks before Wrestlemania i, I, I don't know i I know I'm gonna be fine with the end point on this it's just <laughs> the the path to get there is driving me insane sometimes.
1: So basically what you're saying is wrestling.
0: Yeah, man, it's, yeah, to a large extent, basically. Um, I real quick want to run down the non-main roster stuff. There were some notable matches. Um, I know you didn't get a chance to watch most of it, but uh, NXT especially moved things forward in a meaningful way. Uh, 205 Live finished off the tournament for the number one contendership, so we now will have Cedric Alexander facing Tony Nese, of all people, to see who will fight Buddy Murphy at WrestleMania. So, most likely, we're going to get Cedric Alexander versus Buddy Murphy again at WrestleMania.
1: Mm-hmm. And yeah.
0: That's Two of them fine. Live
1: needs some new blood.
0: Yeah. Well, it's not that. It's just that I think they're too afraid to run, even on the kickoff, most likely. They're afraid to run any match at WrestleMania that's not something they've seen before. Like Tony Nese versus Buddy Murphy, that would be awesome because Tony Nese is much better than they think he is. Um, even Oni Lorkin, who was fighting Cedric Alexander and lost, but I. It kind of seemed like he's on the roster now. Like, he, he doesn't talk about it like, you know, I showed up just to get one thing, and if I don't get it, I'm leaving. It's like, no, this is where I'm at now. Uh, just like Cassius Ohno shows up on NXT UK and is like, this is my home now. And everybody's like, huh? I have a whole new place where people can beat me up for no reason. <laughs> Basically, yeah. I'm going to be Walter's punching bag for a month. Um, oh my gosh. That'd be fine. I, I would be absolutely fine with that. Um, but yeah, uh, two really good matches. Tony Nese defeated Gulak, who... Again, I, would, I really would have hoped he would have won so we could see not necessarily a turn, like face turn, but just Drew Gulak at WrestleMania. Like. I would love to see Drew Gulak do a PowerPoint
1: presentation about why he's a face now. That would on be that, amazing.
0: T- on that massive screen Yeah, that they'll have. Like,
1: and here you can see me high-fiving a child, <laughs> which as we
0: all know is one of the top three ways to be a good guy in this business. Oh, uh, he hasn't done one of those in a while. That would abs- and I feel like it would it would be a face thing too. Now it would not be a heel thing. Exactly, um, be great. But we're not getting Gulak uh, in that role yet, so I, it, it's sad because he is he is there. He is he is ready. Um, yeah. NXT UK, as I mentioned, uh, we did get uh, Cash Zono saying he's on the. It, he's not only on the UK brand. He says he's going to show people what true British. <laughs> wrestling looks like <laughs> uh, for is that uh, a
1: dig at British wrestling is just getting your butt
0: kicked maybe or just uh, just Mr. I can only wear like basketball NBA basketball onesies to the ring I'm going to teach people what British wrestling is it's just I, I can't wait to see him get eaten alive Um, some good matches on the card we see the debut of Kaylee Ray who was in the May Young Classic she's on oh, NXT yeah, she's UK great. now Officially, uh, but the final match, the main event is Pete Dunne and Walter teaming up to take on the Coffee Bros. And if you think that was a bad match, you don't know either any of these guys because holy crap, Walter and Pete Dunne had a very fun time one upping each other and also doing lots of pose offs in the middle of the ring. Like they would just get rid of the Coffee Brothers and then just stand there. Pete Dunne would do his punch himself in the face and Walter would just put his hands behind his back. It's like, and the crowd was eating it up. It's just like, okay, well, I mean, You know what you're doing, but also Sometimes it's just
1: nice to watch everyone have fun
0: For a minute It was Uh, The the best moment was uh, Walter getting backed into the corner by, I think, Mark Coffey And Mark Coffey chops him in the chest And Walter just stalks him Like Jason in Friday the 13th And the crowd lost it They're just like, oh, you don't chop him That's the one thing you don't do (laughs) It's like Just
1: charges him up, man
0: it, did. it just made him and stronger. It really just... it tagged out immediately. He's like, oh, whoops. Enjoy this, brother. I did a wrong thing. <laughs> um, NXT proper, like I said, uh, moved us towards the finals of the Dusty Classic in a very unexpected manner because the Forgotten Sons beat Mustache Mountain. Yeah, I, I heard I, that. I don't know, but... I, and I get not push a Mustache Mountain because they're, quote-unquote, not on the brand or whatever, and that... It, it's fine, but forgotten sons really Um, maybe they're the new i don't know they're the new nothing yeah (laughs) don't
1: they're the new ascension is basically
0: yeah Uh, they're the old something like they look like they're straight out of tna from like 2005 if tna was even around then i don't remember i don't think it was uh that's when that's when tna was good man
1: 2005 tna was amazing is that before or after jeff hardy showed up to a show drunk uh, that was before. That was okay. Our, this is back when the world met a young Samoan Joseph.
0: Samoan Joseph, That's really his name. Um. So yeah, that that uh, half of the finals was set, and also Ricochet and Black are going. So it's going to be Ricochet and Black versus Forgotten Sons for the Dusty Classic final, which is weird. Also, there's no way they go into Takeover with Forgotten Sons versus War Rangers. Just no way. Uh, but There's are no you way. really going to make two of your best like
1: tag team wrestling is not as prestigious and ricochet and black are two of their best i could see this being when they fall apart and then it be war raiders versus forgotten sons and it's just a war raiders get to get to smush some dudes fest and yeah i'm okay with that i like watching war mate i like watching war raiders
0: smush dudes they're good dude smushers I think they would be very good at smushing Black and Ricochet. Like, I think that would be... Uh, Ricochet would get some good ragdoll. For... Oh, that actually would really put uh, War Raiders over. Yeah. like yeah. They haven't really done... Have they
1: even had a match since they won the title? Uh, Not on TV, no. Yeah, maybe they need to beat Black and Ricochet. And that, that'll end the Black and Ricochet team up.
0: And just really put them over as the dominant tag team. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, that's where we're heading with that, and uh, because Black and Ricochet won, they beat DIY, who uh, so Johnny Gargano faked a knee injury in the middle of the match to uh, so Champa loses, and they go walking back to the back again. Champa's holding Johnny Gargano up. We're kind of back, not square one with DIY, but we're definitely back. You know, months ago. And uh, Champa gives him the look of like, okay, sorry, I have to do this. Gets ready to chuck him into the LED board. Johnny stops him with his now obviously good leg. Gargano, or Champa looks up at him just like, oh, wait, 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 wait. And then Gargano throws him into the board, gives him a knee to the face. And uh, it's Johnny Gargano, Johnny Wrestling, he says, he's now back. Johnny Wrestling and Candice LeRae standing over Champa's fallen body saying, ha ha, we won this one. So yeah, so I've heard people call this a heel move. I don't think this is a heel move. Do you think this is a heel move? It felt like it, but it's not supposed to be. Like he again, he called it out on Twitter, like saying, "You know, finally, after all after all this time, you know, Johnny Wrestling is back, and I'm rid. I've rid myself of you know the evil of Tommaso Ciampa. So now I, I can be good again. So no, it wasn't supposed to be, but it felt like it. It yes. definitely and. Yeah. T-
1: T- Tommaso shot first.
0: Yeah, that's and, and he's always you know gonna be just the worst person in the world. So, but it, it's it's good that they either knew about the neck surgery needed already, or is a different surgery maybe, and they wanted to get him out of there. So, and he also conveniently left the title in the ring, which was interesting. Like he's always you know Goldie is number one in his heart, and he leaves that behind to help his buddy. So. That was seemed significant. So apparently, William Regal will or no Triple H is actually showing up this next week to address the title situation. So we're probably gonna get I don't know maybe an awesome ladder match at Takeover. That'd I haven't watched the spoilers yet, so I don't know what's actually happening. So yeah, well, that's another reason like t- t- uh, Ricochet and Black can't
1: beat the Forgotten Sons. They need to be in that match, and one of them had I don't know. Who who could win it besides one of them or Velveteen Dream?
0: Uh, Adam, Adam Cole. Cole, yeah. Um, Keith Lee maybe gets a bump up. Oh, that'd be Kovic, they, cool. they can carry their uh, feud into that match. Um, okay, so there's some there's Matt options. Riddle. Yeah, the, I mean the, the guys they don't use as often right now, but they're they're there. So yeah, that's it'll be interesting. I I I I don't want to watch the spoilers. I want to see this as it unfolds and uh see how takeover comes together so but really exciting like I, I, i'm really excited with where we're going going into wrestlemania weekend i there's going to be a lot of awesome stuff going on and um yeah it's almost here it, it, we're getting closer to my my super bowl everybody <laughs> else likes the super bowl this is my super bowl damn it
1: <laughs> it's the super bowl to me
0: It, it I, yeah basically it's the and it's the i don't i don't care about the Reality, uh, the reality is the Patriots are always going to win. I don't know who's going to win at WrestleMania. <laughs> yes, you do. What well, exactly? It's gonna be <laughs> Seth Rollins, Becky Lynch, and Kofi Kingston. You were the one who said that had to happen. Oh, but that would be like the Patriots losing. So that's even that's better than the Super Bowl. That's all I'm trying to say. WrestleMania is better than the Super Bowl. Yeah, and this I'm show like is so much better than all the other wrestling podcasts out there. And thank you for listening to this episode of Pro Grapplers. If you like this episode, like any episode, subscribe to the podcast. Please do that at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you can find your pod. Our podcast. Leave a review if that's possible. You can find us on Twitter at pgrapplers individually. I am at the Jason Sigler,
1: and individually I am at Idaho.
0: We'll talk at you next week on the greatest podcast in the history of our sport. I am amazing Jason Sigler, and I am Steve the Shin Kicker Shinny. We are off the on-ramp and officially on the road to Wrestlemania, here on Pro Rapplers.
1: Pro Rapplers.